I'm a zombie! I've been bitten! You're listening to the Survival Podcast for zombie nerds everywhere. Zombies Ate My Podcast. Hello and welcome to Zombies Ate My Podcast, the first episode of 2023. Happy New Year, everybody. I'm your host, Ryan Murphy, and joining me as always, the busy zombie lord, Lou Page. How's it going, Lou? It's going. Very good. And 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 we have a lot to talk about tonight. Yes. Uh, well, speaking of the new year in 2023, we are going to be doing a 2023 preview, a zombie preview it seems to be a yearly tradition for us and uh by no means is this going to be an exhaustive list we are going to miss stuff um some would say we're going to probably uh only mention one movie uh maybe one and a half depending on your your how far we can stretch the definition of 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 zombies the how far we can stretch the thing also, there's something that's coming out this year, but I'm not sure. It, uh, oh, it might be coming out this year, but I'm not sure if it's this year or next year. So I, I might mention it, but but it's it's not a done deal, I don't think. Yeah, well, here's the thing. Uh, in my search uh, for the show notes this week, it, it, here's the, it comes down to what gets heavily marketed and what pops up to the top of your Google search. Uh, and that's yep. that's TV, that's video games. And um, one movie. Uh, so yeah, yeah, it's, one really, yeah. really exciting movie. Yeah, and and we'll get to all of that in just a little bit. But before we do, I wanted to thank everybody, all of our listeners, uh, all of our donors for all the support uh, for Extra Life 2022. We wrapped our campaign uh, just under a week ago at the end of 2022, and uh, yeah, we have some awesome zombie movie suggestions to go through from uh both uh people who donated and just suggested we pick whatever we'd like so we'll have some extra life uh sponsored uh, zombie movie discussions coming up in the next few months um but uh yeah i wanted to thank everybody for your support it was a great year we helped a lot of uh children's miracle network hospitals and um yeah as always, I appreciate the support every year, and I can't wait to do it again. Uh, we're going to take a bit of a break from from Extra Life and uh, outside of talking about movies, but uh, fear not, the campaign will return later on this year, and uh, there'll be more zombie fun to go along with it. I salute, I salute you, sir. I cannot do the gaming marathon thing anymore. Well, here's my, the thing: my, my, my old bones won't let me. Yeah, no, I, I feel you. And and here's the thing: uh, last couple of years, I I feel like. When I think back, it's kind of like, oh man, uh, when we when we did the twenty four hour streams, I'm like, how did we do it? And and we did switch it up. I think there was each year both Jocelyn, who I do gamers in with, but also do extra life with each year. Every year we did extra life and did the twenty four hours, we we we'd be sick for weeks afterwards. I wonder why, because you're staying up twenty four hours playing video games, and um. We changed that. Now we do multiple streams throughout the year, and we do one stream that is like considered longer than normal, so longer than four hours. And I, and, I, yeah. I think I did it what four years with you guys, three or yes. four years. 
Yeah. And then and then I and then I I remember sending you the message and being like, yeah, <laughs> the, the, this ain't gonna happen for me no more. I remember, and and you know what? I know you're I know you're a little bit older than me, and and I think like I got I got to where you're at, pretty much where where you hit your wall, right? And it's totally yeah. There's just there there comes a point in your life where you realize like staying up for 24 hours doing anything is just not fun. And I think that's where we came down to the line of like, let's split it up. We'll end up streaming more, we'll end up raising more and it just works out for everybody. But, but I do remember specifically playing. Um, it was the year Halo four was coming out and you and I were playing Halo uh, reach in like the yeah, middle of the night. It was like co-op reach yeah. at like four or five o'clock in oh the morning gosh. we needed to make it to like seven and we finished the game with like 45 minutes to go and you're like i don't know if i can make it and i was no. like i was like i'm gonna do something else for 45 minutes and try and play something but i i think i'm done it's and i think brutal. at that point i fell asleep with like 20 minutes to go. yeah it's i i um i to this day i'm continuing to be surprised that that extra life really still continues to um even highlight the idea of a 24 hour sort of marathon. I think that uh, they've really in recent years pushed, you know, Hey, you can do 24 hours, but really like you can do it however you want. As long as you're raising money. The the recommendation I always see, um, I'm part of a, an extra life group on Facebook for my local hospital. Cause I used to do, do it. And um, they always suggest that you do 12 hour chunks and do yeah. it in two weekends in a row, go back to back, do it like a Saturday, one, uh, one weekend. And then like a Saturday, the following weekend, yeah. don't kill yourself is what they often say. It's, it sounds like fun. And, and I mean, you know, there was a time when, when you're younger and doing that 24 hours and, and I did, and it was fun. Don't get me wrong. I have some very fond memories, but I also have some very fond memories of, of the years when we split it up. And uh, most of those memories are, me not feeling <laughs> ill afterwards uh, because it is, it is a lot. At this point, my zombie de- demon child would not allow me to work, play for 12 hours straight. That too. I have a few years where I would be zonked the day after. And uh, yeah. I, oh, oh, no, no, no. I, I mean, I mean, I, I, I hardly have game time now. This, this zombie demon child is, we hit two and a half and she's become the demon. Well, Wait until you have three, Lou. Wait until you have three. Not going to happen. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Um, well, here's the thing. Let's get into our 2023 preview, uh, and we're going to kick things off with TV. Um, this is our second biggest category for this evening, and uh, for once in a while, um, we have uh, not just AMC content here because... We have The Last of Us starting in January, just a couple weeks, January 15th. I'm excited for this. I still have HBO Max. So, but my likelihood of keeping it after this show ends is probably zero. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and the exciting part about The Last of Us uh, on HBO is that uh, we're going to cover it, uh, at least the first episode, and we'll see how it goes. Um, I, I think Lou, the, the caveat was, is Lou subscribed? He's subscribed. I'm subscribed. Let's watch the first episode. We'll cover it uh, the week it comes out. So our next episode, scheduled for two weeks from now, we will be talking about The Last of Us, episode one, as our main topic. Um, right. And it's been a while 
since we've covered and I something. De- and more. I definitely think we will cover it as a whole. I, we're just not going to do it week to week like we used to do with The Walking Dead because that is very draining. Yeah, we did. And you know what? I, again, talking about, you know, past years and fond memories, I do remember our weekly Walking Dead content. The show used to be weekly, the Zamp, and uh, we used to do The Walking Dead every week. And uh, I I remember that I, I, I look back fondly. I think we had a really good time doing those episodes. But we quickly realized when AMC is going to pump out not one, not two, but three shows in a given year, it, it became a lot of Walking Dead. And uh, and not only that, but they would overlap. And so then we'd have to talk about two shows in the same week. And so it meant uh, instead of watching a movie, which can be two hours, or watching like just one episode of a show so that we could stay up to date, we were watching like three episodes of a show or, or, or a two hour movie. And it was a lot of it was a lot of it was a lot of homework. Yeah. Well, and and my theory of podcasting is always like, and it's it's going to sound selfish, but like the, us as the co-host, we need to be having fun in order to produce content that is fun for everyone at home. Because like that, that to me, at least that's the podcast I listen to, like hobbyist podcasts where you're just, you're having fun yeah. and you're listening to people have fun, talk about the stuff you like. And I think that's, that's what you need. You need your hosts and, to be having and, fun. And, and speaking of Walking Dead. They're up to their old tricks again because we're <laughs> going to get City of the Dead, Daryl Dixon, Rick and Michonne, and Fear the Walking Dead all coming this year. Yeah. So uh, yeah. There, there was some news today, though, about oh. uh, Dead City. Um, they have disclosed that there is going to be a time jump in that show. Really? Yes. What kind they of time jump? They haven't disclosed like it like it's going to take place a few years after the show's uh, the, the 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 season finale. I mean the series finale. Which which also had a time jump of a couple of years, right? Yeah. Okay. So my 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 guess is that everything is going to be very close to Fear the Walking Dead. I wouldn't be surprised if we are talking about nuclear explosions in Dead City. Huh. See, I thought the Dead City I I thought Fear the Walking Dead was behind walking dead prime still uh i don't think so yeah the timeline's weird i'm not gonna lie yeah it's very hard to follow um but they have not announced any other info about daryl dixon or rick and michonne right and we do know so where all these stand as we know dead city's filming daryl dixon is uh i I believe production pre-production okay i was gonna say filming but yeah pre-production sounds right Rick and Michonne, I think, is still in pre-production, or because yeah. I don't think they've started filming that one either. They have not started filming. Um, IMDb does not have anything but Rick's, but Rick listed as the cast. Sure, it says Rick and Michonne, but it doesn't <laughs> even list Michonne. Yeah, that's a weird one. Um, I mean, I looked at it like last week. They maybe there have been updates since last week, but last week it literally just listed Andrew Lincoln as Rick, and that was the entire cast. Yeah, uh, well, that one I think they're still working out, but at least we know it's real this time. Um, and and I think if you look at the timeline here, I think Fear the Walking Dead comes out in April. I think that's what we're going to get soonest. Uh, I can see Dead City being like a late summer release, similar to what we got with Tales last year. Yeah. Um, and then obviously Fear will will do a mid-season break and come back, and I really wish AMC would stop doing that. I really don't like 
the mid-season breaks, I I kind of gotten so used to a lot of the shows I watch that come out in big, like smaller episodes uh, listings, but but all out in one chunk. Uh, I don't know how you feel about mid-season breaks, but I absolutely despise them. I don't, I don't mind mid-season breaks if they're only like a couple of weeks. Sure. Um, there's a couple of shows I watch where at the holiday time, they took off three weeks or four weeks because they didn't want to compete with holiday programming or right. people, people uh, demand people's attention at the holiday time. And I don't blame that. But when you stop a show in the middle of the summer and then br- pick it up again at the end of the summer... You're just trying to pad your coverage for 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 a couple of weeks, and that's super annoying to me. Yeah, there's a. I think network television likes to do like the sporadic, take a few weeks off, come back, and I think there's only one show that I'm watching that's on network television, which is which is The Rookie, and and it'll often yeah. take time off. Yep, yep. it's super yep. annoying. Uh, yep. That's the worst. I don't like that. But uh, so that's worse than midseason break. I don't like the midseason breaks where they go away for months. And it, it's just it can be tough to look. I don't want to sound it back up again. Yeah, I don't like I don't want to sound like I can't follow a plot line. But like when you are watching it week to week for eight weeks and then you, you make me go away for three months and come back and I'm like, OK, what's happening now? Um, I mean, I sound like an, an old person, but maybe I am. Um, and AMC loves to do that. <laughs> So you do realize we have been doing this a decade, right? Yes. Well, you know what? I guess you're right. We have our, uh, our, our decade of podcasting cards. So we're allowed to complain starting this year. There we go. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, we've been complaining for years. Uh, don't you worry folks. So Lou, out of these four series, which are you most excited about? Honestly, dead city. Okay. That's a that's a switch. I'm curious what they're going to do with it. I know where fear is going to go, and I'm excited for fear. And I kind of have a feeling what they're going to do with Daryl. And we've been waiting for the Rick and Michonne movie so much so long that I'm not going to believe it's real until I see it. The thing here that's interesting to me is I think one of the most interesting plot lines with the last season of The Walking Dead is the Negan plot line, and we're going to get more of that. And I'm all for uh uh more negan yeah i think you're right like in terms of getting more negan that sounds really good to me uh he's one of those characters that we you love to hate and then you you liked to see him redeemed a little bit yeah uh in this last couple seasons so you're right I, i mean it's hard to tell where they're going with it and i think it can be easy to say, oh, they just they are writing him into another series because he's popular. But I, I, I'd i like to see how they justify teaming him up with Maggie and see where the where they take the universe from here. You know, um, I think the Daryl Dixon one, I think the only thing that's interesting to me about that one, I do like the Daryl Dixon character and I like Norman Reedus, but I want to see I want to see what they do with a locale outside of North America you know, in, in larger than just a stinger. Um, yes. I think, I think the most exciting part about world beyond was that ending stinger where you got a connection back to the CDC and they were in Paris and the zombies are evolving. Like, let's see where that goes. And for sure, let's, let's just weirdly plop Daryl Dixon in Paris and see what happens. I'm fine with that. Let's see what happens there. Um, but I'd say like the most excited I, I am really excited to see this Rick and Michonne series, see what they do with it. And oh, I, I'm uh, not yeah. saying I'm not excited. I just 
I'm not going to believe it's a real thing till I see it because <laughs> they've been telling us about it for so long that I'm like, all right, cool. That's You're what not you want to do. You're not wrong. I feel like that's a that's a that's a safe bet. Um, and I, I our last show here in TV before we move into the next category, I included this because it seems plausible. It is not confirmed to be 2023, but um, Marvel Zombies, the standalone animated series that'll be coming to Disney Plus. I'm I'm calling it now Halloween. Yeah, safe bet. Safe bet. I, 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 Disney is going to hold on to this thing. And we are either going to get it late September, early October. It's going to be like six episodes, seven episodes, and it's going to be enough to stretch out over the course of October and probably end about Halloween time. Yeah. That's my guess. Did you watch their um, Werewolf by I Night wa- short? Yes, I did. Yeah. I loved Werewolf by Night. Yeah, it was really good. I think that... Uh, as much as folks are saying Marvel's kind of spreading themselves thin, and maybe they are a little bit with their Disney Plus content, um, I really enjoyed uh, Werewolf by Night. I think that was no, a really I, solid I, I'm, special. I'm still a subscriber to Disney Plus. They've got enough new content coming every week that with a two and a half year old, it's kind of important for me to have it. Um, and it's not that expensive compared to what I'm paying for some other services. Yeah. I think, yeah, I don't think I'm paying more than 10 bucks. I think if you locked in the. The, I think they had an they have they've been doing a couple of increases, but if you've locked in that price, you've got it for a couple more years, I think. Yeah, I think that's what I think that's what I'm locked in at. And compared to a couple of other services I'm paying for, where I'm not getting quite as much for the for my value, uh, they don't let me down with Disney Plus. So as long as they keep putting out good content, I'm going to keep subscribing. Mm-hmm. Well, and here's the thing: um, Marvel Zombies, you're right, is probably it's going to be a limited series. Um, all we've seen so far is some concept art and some of the characters that are going to be included, but I know that they are, um, they're targeting a what if season two for this year, as well as X-Men 97 and, uh, Marvel zombies is, is targeting 2023. Um, it's certainly come up in conversation. So if it's not this year, it's certainly next, but I think Lou, your, your prediction of a, of a Halloween release, uh, seems pretty likely uh it depends on how far along they get in production but i think if production is as far along as i think it is i think we're sh- we're, we're targeting in october really yeah uh all right well let's move into our second category which i i called movies but i could rename to movie this is the toughest category not because uh zombie movies don't exist they will come out in 2023 but they are not uh heavily pre-marketed well, not only that, it's hard to talk about things that don't have trailers. Sure. Yep. Because this everybody and their mother puts out, hey, I got a zombie movie coming 2023. And then we we've done we've done this before where we talk about them and then they get bumped off the off the list again. And you go, fudge, that's me trying to cleanse my potty mouth. Two and a half year olds <laughs> teach you to do that. Um, but we have one really big movie to talk about this for this year. Yes, uh, this is a movie we've known about for a while, too, because they've been working on it. We've known about it for a while. We've only seen a few stills, which showed almost nothing. And then I think it was Mon- uh, Tuesday they put out a teaser, and then they said they were going to put out a full trailer on Wednesday. And that is Evil Dead Rise. And I'm so excited. 
Yeah, it. Uh, I gotta say, looks very scary. <laughs> you know, um, see, you yeah. you watch this and you think scary. I watch this and go, "Ooh, this is my cup of tea. This isn't scary at all." Well, but it's I'm not, a freak. Like it's it's um, it's the type of scary that is, uh, it's in your face. It's uncontrollable. It's uh, it's it's coming at you whether you've got the door locked or not. And, um, to me, that is, that is scary. Like an uncontrollable force that is going to take over your house and or, uh, loved ones. And I remember when we read, maybe last year when we read like the synopsis for it, and I think it was, um, Bruce Campbell, it was around the release of, uh, of, uh, the new Dr. Strange film, which was directed by Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell was doing press and he was talking about evil, uh, evil dead rise. And he was saying it's about a family and a house and how they're dealing with in a high you know, rise. Yeah, and and dealing with this um the well the the Necronomicon sort of taking over the family and how how do you survive while battling your your siblings and loved ones and and then you watch this trailer and it's straight up like a a young family being terrorized by uh I guess the the mother of the family who's been possessed uh in the trailer at least. Um it just it looks it looks scary. And, you know, we were talking about this pre-show about uh, the humor of Evil Dead and how they've incorporated it, at least in the trailer here with these scenes. And I saw on Twitter, um, you know, some folks talking about the the trailer and saying, like, the reason this feels so good and so Evil Dead is because they don't use the humor to make you laugh. They use the humor to scare you. You know, it's the it's the wackiness that is freaky. That. Uh... I never fully watched the remake of Evil Dead, but it was a straight up horror movie with almost no humor, even to make you feel uncomfortable. And it almost felt like it was in that it came out in that era where they were putting out a lot of body horror. Yeah. And body horror isn't fun for me. It makes it, it, I don't get scared. It just makes me feel gross. Um, I'm very iffy on Cronenberg movies because of that. Um. I either really love a Cronenberg movie because it does something really interesting and artsy and creative, or he just makes me feel gross. And when he, when his stuff hits the gross factor, just kind of go, Oh, okay. And that, uh, that first, that first remake made me just feel gross. I don't know if maybe it got better in the second half or whatever, but I know that the first half made me go, Ugh, all right, I'm going to turn this off. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, this this movie, it doesn't look gross to me. It doesn't look like it's body horror. It looks like it's going to be uncomfortable. It looks like there's going to be some gross effects, but it doesn't look like that's the purpose of the film. It looks like they're trying to tell you something genuinely scary, not just make you feel unpleasant. Um, and I, you can tell it's going to have humor just in some of the dialogue. There's a there's a young girl in it who can't be more than like six, maybe seven years old. And the hero, who the woman who's playing the hero, she's clearly like the Ash substitute, is the aunt. And she says to the little girl, it's OK, I'm going to get you out of here. And she's the little girl looks at her and goes, you'd be a great mom someday. You're good at lying to kids. And and I couldn't help but chuckle at that line, but also go. Oh, this is really uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, there's a lot about the film that uh, the trailer does a really good job at selling the premise of 
of both, you know, uh, uh, do you call this a sequel? Is this a, it's a standalone film in the evil. It's, Dead being, it's being called a standalone film. Um, uh, Bruce Campbell hinted that they may make reference to the original film or sure. hint at the original film. Like that's why the Necronomicon, like he, there's even, t- they, they, it's been said he has been seen on set. And that at some point in the film, he may make a cameo, but nobody knows any more than that. Yeah. Do you feel like it's a forced thing if if Ash, the character, shows up? I don't think it's going to be Ash. I think Bruce Campbell himself will be like a mailman dropping off mail in their mailbox or something or or like like they're going to need to need a cab ride and bruce campbell's gonna be the cab driver and i don't think we're gonna get any goofy dialogue from him i think he'll i think they'll play it straight yeah and i mean you're right because he is ash is a pretty goofy character like where we last saw him in the yeah. sequel and he series. is and he has said he's not against doing th- this talk they might do something animated with ash and he said that he'd be happy to do that again um, he doesn't have a problem voicing Ash anymore. He just does not want to beat him on camera anymore. Yeah. That it is too physically taxing and he is too old. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. We talked about uh, getting too old at the top of the show with the Extra Life marathons. Uh, I'll, I'll do an animated version of an Extra Life marathon, but uh, yeah, live action. Yeah, I'd like, I'd like to see you do that. <laughs> I don't know how that, what that even means. Um. So anyways, I think that uh, we, we, we talked pre-show about maybe doing a, a coverage of Evil Dead Rise. Uh, we'll definitely do it eventually, but I could see us doing a theater run on this one. I plan on it. Um, this and another horror movie both come out in April and my birthday is in April. And these are coming out. These two movies are coming out a week apart. So I'd like to honorably mention that today a trailer for Renfield came out. The Nicolas Cage Dracula movie. And uh I'll watch anything that Nicolas Cage does, so I'm excited for this. Nice. A double feature drive-in, perhaps? I, I, if the drive-in is open in April, then I am, I am there. There you go. Well, Lou has his April set with those two films. Uh, let's move into the final section of our 2023 preview, uh, which is video games. And uh, obviously there are many categories of zombie multimedia comics books uh uh card games but um we we're gonna do we're gonna do the three that we know best which the is best. tv yeah. movies and finally video games and, and and this is not a full count there is a couple of indie games that you and i talked about last year that are supposed to be coming out this year but there's still no confirmed date so i it would it feels like it's too soon for us to talk about them yeah, there's a lot of early access stuff that pops up and, and you know, where we uh, omit them in our preview, we always make a point of including them in the news or or even as a topic when they release. Uh, but the ones we're going to talk about tonight are guaranteed 2023 titles uh, and, and most of them rather big. Right. So let's kick things off with uh, Dead Island 2, the biggest release That'll be coming this year from a zombie perspective, and that's coming out April 28th. Long delayed, technically announced before Dying Light or Dying Light 2, for that matter. Uh, I could have my math yeah, wrong. This on thing one, was but. this thing was announced like two years after the original game came out, but it's basically basically been on hold for like what almost a decade. Yeah, 
it's changed developers three or four times. There's been people have gotten their hands on beta versions of this game that have been scrapped like two or three times now. Yep. Yep. So, so I mean, I'm excited for it in April. I just don't know if I have anything I can play it on. If it yeah. is not Steam Deck compatible, I may be SOL. It's not. I'm pretty sure it won't be Steam. I, I've kind of learned um, like games that target current generation consoles, PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X and S. You're going to run into troubles having that run on on a Steam Deck. Um, I specifically ran into that with uh, Marvel Midnight Suns and thinking, oh, it's a perfect Steam Deck game. They're talking about supporting it down the road. But, you know, it's not easy for developers to shrink a game down uh, to Steam Deck. Size. If you're having issues with that game, remind me to send you a link later. Well, yes, I will. I will uh, remind you. My biggest issue with that is like my Steam saves aren't being recognized. But if you got something, uh, I, I got I got something for you. All right. We will talk. We will talk about that because I would love to play that thing handheld. Um, so so here's the thing. Uh, Dead Island 2 is going to be coming out Um in just a couple months, end of April, a uh, long awaited game. Uh, and yes, we know Los Angeles is not an Island, but that's where it's set. Uh, it's set in Los Angeles and I'm trying to find, I'm just trying to find the platform just to con- confirm. Yeah. Okay. So it is, it is being targeted for PlayStation four and Xbox one as well. So it is a cross generation game. So uh, that means it might be deck compatible. Cool. Might I'll keep be. an eye out for it. Yeah, so this one's going to be coming out fairly soon. Uh, much anticipated. April. I I will be I'll be playing this one. I'm I think the gameplay makes it look like a lot of fun, like a really cool sandbox with a lot of interesting characters. And I've always liked the Dead Island take over the more serious Dying Light. Yeah, I I, I think after we talked about the the announcement for this, I downloaded Dead Island and I played it for a couple hours. Um, I didn't stick with it because some newer stuff came out that i was way more interested in but i had a fun time playing with for a couple hours i just forgot how slow the beginning of the game is they really take their time with the tutorial i was like come on i know how to play this why are you making me take an hour in tutorial this should be 10 minutes come on hurry up hurry up (laughs) yeah old school tutorials man they uh yeah not for the not for the non-patient um well, our next title here is uh, Walking Dead themed, and and this is a a bit of a cheat because it technically has already r- arrived on uh, Oculus Quest, or I, I should say Meta Quest. But this is the Walking Dead Saints and Sinners Chapter Two Retribution uh, will be launching on Steam VR in February 2023, and likely uh, at some point later on on PlayStation VR Two. Um. I know Lou, you're not a VR enthusiast. I know I've dabbled. I've I've played the first Saints and Sinners. Um, do you have something you can play this on, sir? I do. Yeah, I can play it on my Quest. Uh, I I think I'd rather most likely get it for Steam VR so that I can um I, I can wirelessly uh, stream it to the headset. Works really well and honestly gets you better visual fidelity. So. Yeah, Uh, I don't know if I'm going to play this one Uh, again, like the first one, I kind of bounced off of it because it was I'll be honest with you going back to Lou and and your sort of experience with experiences with VR. This one was way too queasy for me because it was like it was constant motion. And also the combat was very like in your face, like you're having to 
shoot and stab zombies and it was like it was a bit too much for me i prefer like the more adventure type where you're not necessarily having to like i think um probably the closest even playing resident evil 4 which they remade in vr uh and we'll get mm-hmm. to we'll get to that one in a bit but when they remade that in vr like it was also making me queasy too because it was like a lot of like in your face action constant movement i don't get motion sick from them i just have i have issues with the three-dimensional stuff where my brain doesn't process it correctly and i see the refresh rates um i've been told that i should try some of the newer headsets i might not have the issue but honestly it just gives me a migraine yeah yeah the newer headsets are better like they the quest 2 runs at a higher frame rate and feels a lot better so you might might want to yeah, check I, back I, in. I i i i think i played erica's cousin's I can't remember if it was a quest one or a quest two. And he's like, oh no, you'll do great. And I was just, I took it off and it wasn't because I was going to be sick or anything. It just made my head hurt. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, no, this isn't for me. That still doesn't work. <laughs> well, check back in in a bit. But uh, I, I mentioned Resident Evil 4. Uh, we are getting the long awaited Resident Evil 4 remake, which will be launching on March 24th. Uh, in case you didn't know, these are, these dates are all out of whack, but um, this one will be launching in just a couple months and it is a, uh, similar to Resident Evil 2 and 3 remakes. We're getting a full fledged Resident Evil 4 remake, uh, to the point where Capcom is like, Hey, we're not even going to include a free multiplayer mode. We're just going to charge you full price for this one. This is a full priced r- remake of Resident Evil 4, uh, which I mean, if you're going to remake one and charge us full price, I think that's the one you do it with, right? Because it is like beloved and huge. So they remade two, they remade three, they used the same engine for them and they both felt like new games. And I, we've talked about them both on the show. We both liked them. Um, this four looks very different. Yeah. And I, that excites me. The fact that it looks very different. Um, Cause I've played through resident evil four more times than I, feel comfortable admitting i played through it on gamecube like two or three times i played through it on wii two or three times i played through it on my pc two or three times i think i played through it on xbox 360 at one point um like i've played through it more times than i want and one of the first things i did when i got my steam deck was i loaded this game up again and played it and after having played seven and after playing um after playing 8 and even after replaying two the new 2 and 3 remakes plus going back and I've replayed one at one point um it it's a good game but its controls definitely feel of its era now yeah so them polishing it up changing it looks like they're making it less goofy mhm and going with a more serious take that will match both the two and three remake. And um, I've always loved Resident Evil four, but I'm not afraid to admit that some of it is a little goofy. You yeah. know what I mean? The little dude running around and laughing like a hyena and like sticking his chainsaw minions on you. And like, and then there's a weird guy that's fought, like, there's another, like, I love that game. But after having played the remakes, 
there's something about them that makes just feels kind of goofy. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, the, the the fourth game obviously is also a product of his time, right? It came out in 2005, so it was a lot more goofier. I think Resident yep. Evil was a goofier franchise previous to you know seven and eight and what we know now uh, with the reimagining of two and three and and the movies and the Netflix series and stuff. So like this. This was always a game that people said, oh, do we really need a remake of it? It was so good when it came out. But like I, I was one of those people that said, do we really need a remake? And then I replayed it recently or played through uh, like the first two or three chapters recently. And I went, yeah, we need a remake because this is I don't want to do this again. Yeah. Well, I think that uh, I, I'm really excited for a new four remake. Like, I, I I can't wait to play it. it. It'll be out before we know it. Um and I mean, if you're a zombie fan, like the first six months. At some point, we're going to get finally get that Resident Evil multiplayer game, too. But uh-huh. I don't think I'm going to play that. It is out. No, it's already out. It came out. Is um, it? Did, yeah. Did it come out? OK, because the, 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 I haven't like normally I get updates on that stuff on my on my Steam. Like they usually when, I, when there's things. Like, and I, last time I saw it, which was like maybe a month ago, it still had a thing that said coming soon. <laughs> So Resident Evil Reverse, I'm pretty sure it came out when they released the uh, the gold edition for for Resident Evil 8. Um, Did it? Yep, came out October 28th, 2022. It, the reviews are mostly negative. Yeah, the, I, I, it was sent to die. It was sent to die. And this is a game that you'll remember it came out in beta and then they quickly said nah and then pulled it back. Yeah, they pulled it and then they pulled it. And then when eight came out, it was supposed to be included in eight. And they had to send big apologies, be like, yeah, this isn't ready. And eight's been out a year, over a year. So if it t- it took them an extra two years to put out something that's not going to work. Yeah. And I don't think anybody bought eight for this. No, the, we've talked about the free multiplayer stuff they've included with this three. Um it never it never does well. I'd almost rather see them produce like a a fully standalone title, like multiplayer title. But yeah, well, there's like I think a lot part of, of the problem. Yeah. I think part of the problem is is that Capcom is always trying to find a way to keep you playing their games if they're single player after they are done with them. Don't 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 they want you to they want you to play their game all year round, not play it once and then put it away for the rest for the and come back to it in two years. They want you to keep playing it. That means that you, more, that you won't trade it in. But trading things in isn't as big a deal as it used to be anymore. Yeah, yeah. And uh, there's a bunch of DLC for Reverse, like a bunch of uh, character costumes and stuff. But yeah, uh, nobody's playing it. It's it came dead. out last year, Lou. <laughs> Sorry. It's dead. Sorry to say. It's dead. But Resident Evil 4 Remake will not include a multiplayer game. It looks fantastic. We will be playing it and talking about it on the show. Uh, there will be no need for a Resident Evil Village Corner. I might even get it on day one. Yeah, I mean, I'm planning on getting it on day one for sure. Um, let's talk about, uh, you know, some uh, like a, a zombie adjacent game, but the Dead Space. I, remake. Th- I, th- I think I think it's safe to call this a zombie game. Yeah, there is uh, like it's space zombies. It's space zombies because it's um it's like an alien virus, at least from the first from what I remember of the original trilogy. Um, it was human humans being taken over, right? It was like humans being possessed and turned into creatures and monsters because of like Cthulhu things. Okay, well, if we're allowed to talk about Evil Dead Rise, we're allowed to we could we talk can about we talk. 
Yeah, and and again, I, I'm excited for this. I want to see where this goes, but I, it needs to be different because I love Dead Space, but I've played through it like four times, I think, at this point. I mean, I've even done a pistol only playthrough huh. at this point. Oh, you mean like and, not not pistol, but the the uh, the bolt cutter? It's the only weapon you use the whole game. Yeah, yeah, where you can like turn the 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 cutting angle. Horizontal yeah, or and that's the only gun you use the whole game. I've played through it twice that way. Interesting. And 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 by the way, by the way, easiest playthrough ever. Yeah, no doubt. Because you're just you're having a blast, fully upgrade. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Once that gun gets fully upgraded, it's no problem. And then when you replay it on a second playthrough, it gives you a special one with more with more add-ons, and then you just play through it again with a pistol that does even more damage. And. I mean, Dead Space, this remake is is going to be coming out January 27th. Uh, I've seen some cl- clips and play in like early access stuff, and it looks fabulous. Uh, but they need to they need to tell me it's more than just a scene for scene remake. Unfortunately, the scenes I've seen are almost all scenes from the original game. So I'm like, these look great. Show me something new. Oh, no, it, it's a it's a straight it's a straight remake like. uh yeah. Um I've been told there is more dialogue and there oh, are yes. more characters you're going to interact with than you did in the first one. Originally, they have revamped some of that, but that and they got to take out those mining gun game mini games in it. Those things suck. Yeah, so the remake um obviously so the first Dead Space had no voice acting for the main character Isaac. Um yeah, that and, was brought and, in. And then too. they and, and yeah, and they uh, that's been changed. You do have Isaac will have voice in this one. Yeah. So this will be arriving uh, end of January, January 27th. It's uh, available on current generation consoles and PC. So PlayStation 5, Xbox X slash uh, or Xbox Series X slash S um, as well as PC. So it's it is not a cross generation game as far as I can tell. Um, It's hard to tell these days because I think we're getting to the point where where more games are targeting like just the consoles, the the newest consoles. But um, it can, it can sometimes be hard to tell. But uh, did you ever play uh, Callista Protocol, which is kind of like a dead space? No. Okay. Uh, I was interested in it until I read reviews and people were like, no, it's bad. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I was kind of the same way. I kind of stepped away from it. And it l- launched the same day as Marvel Midnight Suns, which I've been absolutely obsessed with. So <laughs> I, I am jealous do. of you, sir. I am jealous of you. Yeah. It's, it is a lot of fun. Um, so, I mean, Dead Space also brings back a lot of memories specifically to this show because I remember, I can't remember if it was both Dead Space 2 and 3, but I remember the trailer for 3 had like a specific song that we were like, maybe it was just me that it was obsessed with. And I think it was like a, I want to say it was like Phil Collins, like in the Phil, air. That was Dead Space 2. That, was that it? Was I thought Dead, Dead Space Two Dead, was the um, no, Smashing Pumpkins. Dead Spa- no, Dead Space, uh, uh, I think... Dead Space Two was was the Phil Collins, and the Smashing Pumpkins was three. Now I'm now I'm wondering that Dead Space trailer. Uh, what was it? Phil Collins. Phil oh Collins. yeah, so it's Dead Space Two. No, it's Dead Space Three. Is it? Yeah, Dead Space Three in the air tonight. Uh, really? Okay, I had them backwards then. Yeah, but De- and then Dead Space Two was um was Smashing Pumpkins. And it was, uh, I'm trying to remember the song, but I, without singing it, um, it's, I think it's, I think it's the, the vampires. I can't remember. 
I don't know. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, oh, World is a Vampire. That was the, that was yeah. the song. Uh, the, yeah. So I, re- I remember uh, I, I could just I could hear the conversation we were having on the show uh, about Dead Space 3. And and I love that franchise. And I remember like at the end of it, it just went so crazy. I, I think the moons were the bad guys at the end of the th- third one with the DLC. Yeah. And uh, if uh, this does well, I really wouldn't be surprised if we get a remake of the second game again. Yeah. I think these are great games to remake. I, I, I mean, and 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 three could definitely use not just a re- remake. It could be done again and made like an yeah, game. like a reimagining would be yeah. would be nice to, to for that franchise. And and honestly, get I I would honestly be fine if Dead Space remake did well. Just jump right to four. Just do a four. I I don't think we need. I don't think we need to have like all three of them remade and then give us a four, but I hope it does well. Um, it, it'll, I mean, we'll see how it does when it comes out in a couple weeks. Uh, and, and we'll certainly touch on it. Uh, cause it is zombie related. Uh, I've got one more game here and this kind of popped up today. This is a, uh, early access MMO called the day before, and it'll be launching, uh, in March. It's a, uh, you can check out the steam page, but it looks like a fairly, um complex mmo set in an open world uh survival horror zombie post apocalyptic type environment and it kind of reminds me a lot of state of decay and i know we're supposed to be getting a state of decay 3 at some point but like this kind of like looks like a mix between the division and state of decay if that makes sense yeah it looks interesting um i am not a huge mmo guy but uh, I would love to see some reviews on this. Yeah, I'm. I'm also not an MMO person, but uh, it, like right now, a lot of the talk is about how Nvidia's kind of been doing some of the reveals with with the company, and you know, looking a lot at like RTX and stuff. The gameplay looks pretty simplistic so far. Like it's very, it feels very much like the Division, um, where it's like a third person shooter. You're looting. You're shooting. Um, a lot of zombie action, some first person gunplay, third person gunplay, but like, I, I don't know. It doesn't say if it's releasing in early access. Uh, now that I'm looking at the steam page, it just says plan release March 1st, but it's like one of those steam releases where it's like, there's just too little information for my liking on the page, you know? Yeah, no, it looks interesting. And I definitely think when this comes out, we'll at least cover its launch. Uh, but that doesn't mean we're necessarily going to play it. Yeah, it looks interesting. Oh, there's a cool, uh, there's a cool update here. I guess they, they, I guess they had a big push at CES just this week. Um, yep. But there's a cool there's video. There's a lot here. of things being. There's a lot of things being pushed at CES this week. Yeah. Life, uh, life at uh, the developer. Oh, uh, the, how we work on the day before. That's interesting. I love those dev sort of videos. So. Anyways, that was um, the day before. Check it out. It looks really neat. The The gameplay looks cool. It looks like they're going to be building on um, some of the open world zombie games we've seen in the past. So, uh, but yeah, that is our preview for 2023. A small snippet. Um, and as I said, we will talk about these and uh, other awesome zombie projects that were released in 2023. Uh, we will not leave any good zombie content behind, and bad zombie content for that matter. Sometimes we cover some real winners, Lou. So yeah, 
Um, okay, so what's coming up on Zamp now that we've talked about a bunch of 2023 stuff, which is basically a giant segment of us just talking about what's coming up. But for sure, we're going to be talking about the Last of Us HBO series on our next episode, because the first episode will be premiering on January 15th, and we've got an episode recording shortly after that. So we're going to talk about it. The long-awaited HBO adaptation their first video game adaptation and they chose to take a chunk out of the last of us so we're going to see how that goes um and we'll talk about it plus we'll have more extra life suggested zombie films to discuss uh we'll have uh, a couple listings um we'll lock in a couple next episode and we'll we'll share those details in a coming uh episode but uh yeah lou that is going to do it for our episode tonight are you excited about zombies in 2023 I am. Uh, I think I'm more excited about zombies in 2023 than I was zombies in 2022. Is it because The Walking Dead is done? Like the main show? Honestly, <laughs> I think that might be it. The fact that the fact that we're not going like, yay, another season of The Walking Dead. I would rather take four spinoff shows than sit through another season of that main show. And again, yeah, you know what? As um. Normally, I'd I'd, uh, I'd I'd give you heck for being so negative, but you're, I agree with you. I agree with you. <laughs> Thank you, sir. It has taken me a decade, but I am finally rubbing off on Ryan. No, Thank you very much. It, it's so true. Like, I mean, it sounds weird and mean to say it. Like, you know, I'd rather sit through four spinoffs. Than, and we're not talking about World Beyond. Like, we're not wishing for that type of quality. But I think no, the four no, no, shows no. that they've got listed for this year... I would rather watch all four of those than another season of the main main show. Even if all of those spinoff shows, three quarters of them have characters from the main season and will heavily, heavily. Oh, actually, all of them do for that matter. They will all heavily pull from that main series. But I would rather watch those four seasons than another proper season of The Walking Dead. Even if all four of those seasons ends up being mini reunions, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I agree with you 100%. All right. Well, we'll get to those uh, Walking Dead properties in the coming months. But uh, if you want to discuss uh, some of your favorites for 2023, join our Discord, bit.ly slash Zamp Discord. Always some fun conversations going on in there. When Lou dropped the Evil Dead Rise trailer in there today, ooh, that went well. Yeah, uh, that and that and it's been a little, it's been a little light lately, but that's the holidays. That's the holidays. Oh, yeah. Nobody's been around. No, no, it, it, the holidays for sure. But I, I wasn't joking. Like when we, we were talking about Evil Dead Rise and we were talking about, uh, you know, um, The Last of Us obviously has come up a lot and will continue to come up. So definitely jump in there. Join the conversation. If you want to support the show directly, you can do so at patreon.com slash zombies ate my podcast, where every dollar there goes right back into the show to cover hosting, uh, equipment, rentals, all kinds of fun stuff. And it goes right back into the show. Content, all kinds of good stuff. Um, if you want to visit our website, zombiesatemypodcast.com, you'll find links to our email, our socials. Uh, and while you're on Twitter, you can follow us at Zombies Podcast. You can find me at R. Murphy and Lou at Busy Zombie Lord. You can also uh, check out joelduggan.com. Find out uh, all of his fun work. He did the artwork for Zamp. You've been looking at it for the last 10 years. Thank you so much, Joel, for the for the artwork there. You can check out more of his stuff at joelduggan.com. Lou, before we exit, let's start off the year with some fine, busy zombie lord knowledge. I can't wait to see that creepy smiley face in Resident Evil Rise. 
It reminds me of the trailers I've seen for that movie, Smile. Yeah. You're talking about Evil Dead, right? Yeah. Yeah. I said that. Evil Dead Rise. Yeah, that's true. All I heard was Evil Smile, and I got creeped out, and I was like... Yeah, that's all it takes, man. That's all it takes.